Blog Talk Radio. It's time for the High Altitude Mentorship Show with J.T. DeVolt. J.T. is an international success coach, inspirational speaker, and award-winning author of Flight Plan to Success. J.T. worked his way up through the ranks from enlisted aircraft mechanic to combat-decorated naval aviator. And he's here to give you the success strategies for better focus, clarity, and mental toughness to accomplish your missions in business and life. And now, here's your host, J.T. Hello, my friends. J.T. DeVolt with you today for the High Altitude Mentorship Show. Great to be with you on a Wednesday morning. Here to talk about leadership, entrepreneurship, and living the high-performance, high-altitude life. And I say good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whatever time it is for you, no matter where you might be tuning in from on the Big Blue Marble. Thanks for joining me here each and every single Wednesday at 1030 a.m. Eastern for the High Altitude Mentorship Show, brought to you, as always, by flywithjt.com. That's flywithjt.com, where you can download a complimentary copy, copy of my award-winning book, Flight Plan to Success, as well as stay connected to everything going on in the high-altitude community. And you want to especially be tuned in, because next week, next Thursday, a week from this particular Thursday coming up here, at 5 p.m. Eastern, I'm going to be doing a webinar, my first training webinar of the new year. And I'm going to be talking a little bit deeper about what I'm going to be sharing with you today about this whole concept of mission planning your way to success in 2016. I'm going to give you a couple of things that are, you can start using right now, but I want you to get yourself over to flywithjt.com. Uh, get connected to us over there and stay tuned for information about next Thursday's webinar where I'm going to be going a lot deeper into this topic. For, for purposes of today's discussion, though, I want to give you kind of a four four elements, if you will, of this, uh, you know, how to mission plan your year. Really important the way you see that. Those words are very specifically chosen. Back when I flew aircraft in the United States Navy, it was very Im- important that we had a degree of preparation before every single mission, especially, I mean, some of those missions were intense. I'm talking about armed surveillance and reconnaissance missions over Afghanistan in support of the Navy SEALs and the Delta Force and the amazing guys on the ground, men and women both, uh, not you know, obviously not women inside those commando units, but certainly there were ground troops. And it, what's interesting is, is that as you go through and you prepare yourself for your missions in a military setting, there's a lot of logistics that go into it, right? Just for a simple mission that might only take a couple of hours, it takes weeks, sometimes months to plan those things. And it's not dissimilar to the way it is in business and in life, right? So if you're launching a business, if you're launching a product, if you've got some big stuff coming down the road, it's not something you just want to throw out there. You want to have a sense of planning to it. And I'm going to give you a really simple formula today that you can use for the big missions, the small missions, so on and so forth, and stuff that you can start using uh, beginning right now. Uh, And again, like I promised, I'm going to go deeper into this in the webinar next week, but I wanted to at least preload a little bit so that you have a head start, so that you can start applying this stuff right now and get a little bit of a kick in. Now, I'm doing this now. You might say, but JT, here we are, second week in January. Doesn't this seem like kind of late to the, you know, coming late to the party? Uh Uh-uh. Absolutely not. This was very intentional. As I was flight planning my 2016, I knew that this was the week that I wanted to do this particular call here. As you know, the, we've been doing the keys to high performance here on, uh, on, the, on the show over the last several weeks. Well, I wanted to interrupt that series specifically this week because here we are, 
second week of January, and statistically speaking, this is when a lot of, most of, in fact, the vast majority of those New Year's resolutions have fallen off. They've already failed. But not because of a New Year's resolution, because that's not really the person I'm talking to. right? You guys, the high-altitude audience that I have, the people that are out there doing big things and you're connected to a mission, you're not resolution people. You've got purpose, you've got planning, you've got all kinds of strategies in place. Who I'm talking to, and the reason why I'm talking to it now, is because all that rhetoric about the new year, new me type stuff is already gone. So we got all that white noise out of the way, now we can finally be heard, right? So that's what this whole mission planning 2016 is all about. And there's really four elements that I want to cover today, because it's super important that you understand these four very simple yet powerful elements that you can use to start really giving yourself a rock-solid foundation to build this as your best year yet. So let's, let's go through these a little bit. Before I start into these, I want you to think of the word plan. If you're a note-taker, you can write the word plan, P-L-A-N, and use that sort of as a mnemonic reminder, if you will, uh, because basically this is going to be you know, sort of an acronym for success. This is going to be your acronym that you can come back to, the word plan. And the word plan, first and foremost, starts off with priorities. If you want this to be your best year yet, the reason why you don't want to do New Year's resolutions is there's a very low stick rate, right? It's not going to hang in there. You're, it's, it's, very, it's not something that you commit to. And the reason for that is is because oftentimes we don't prioritize what these you know grandiose plans are. We have these delusions of grandeur that we're going to get ripped and we're going to you know launch a business and we're going to save a bunch of money and pay off a bunch of debt. Well, listen, you can do all of those. Those are all very doable. In fact, people do them every single day. People accomplish that stuff literally every single day. But the ones, the difference between a person who succeeds and a person who doesn't starts off with a prioritization. Now, I've talked about this in the past, and for those of you who I work with as clients, you've probably heard me run this over and over and over again and remind you guys how important it is. But it's really important to narrow it down to just three top priorities. And I actually learned that strategy from the great Jim Collins, author of Good to Great and so many other uh, fantastic leadership books. But what he said was, Jim Collins said, is if you have more than three priorities, you have no priorities. And the reason for that is pretty straightforward, I think. It's a little bit like a jar of marbles, right? If we're sitting at a kitchen table, and I've got a jar of marbles, and I take the, take the lid off the jar and dump the jar upside down, the marbles go everywhere, right? Well, if you're trying to collect all the marbles, you might get a majority of them, but certainly one or two or three or maybe a lot of them are going to drop off and roll off the edge of the table. In business and in life, you don't want to be chasing marbles, you want to have three top priorities. You want to have three prioritized actions that say, no matter how many marbles fall off this table, as long as these three stay, that's all that matters. If you've got a jar of red marbles and there's only three blue marbles, and I say just save the three blue marbles, guess what? Those marbles are going to stand out like a sore thumb, right? You're going to be looking for the blue and let the red go everywhere. Now, my point is this. In your business and in your life, what are your top three priorities for this year? Don't think about three years, five years, or ten years down the road. I'm just talking about between now and when the ball drops on New Year's Eve. What are your top three prioritized actions? What are those priorities that, when accomplished, will help define this as your best year? 
One great example for this, I'll give you a personal example, was last year for 2015, one of the priorities that we had, that I had personally, was to move my family. We were, we were at the time living in Boise, Idaho, great place to live, but it wasn't where we wanted to raise our kids. It's not where we wanted to you know, really build our home and build our, our future. And we had for a very long time looked at moving to San Diego, California, which is where my wife and I were based when we were flying aircraft out of the Navy um, on our second tour. But we, when we first met and first started flying our combat missions, we were actually based here in Washington State, and we're in a beautiful part of Washington State, uh, right near the Puget Sound. In fact, on if the conditions are just right, you can almost hear the ferry, the foghorn from the ferries as they go, you know, kind of pass in and out. It's a beautiful place. It's a magic place. We love it here. And it was one of our top three priorities was to make that move, which is exactly what we did. Another one of our top priorities, of course, was to put on our own live event, which we also did successfully back in May, Take Off to Success. You probably remember us talking about that. Well, what's interesting about that is is that a lot of those things seem like massive goals, right? And they are. They should be. They should be challenging. They should be things that you look at and say, man, that's going to be a major undertaking, but if you've got 15 of those things, that's a great, great way to fuel and to seed the feelings of overwhelm. It's a great way to make yourself not very focused. One thing we teach even in Flight School to Success, the first element, the first module in the, in the program called Flight School to Success is the concept of how to become more mentally focused. Well, a great way to become more mentally focused is to stop chasing marbles all over the kitchen table, right? What you want is three prioritized, you know, three, prior, three priorities for the year. Three things that when you accomplish them will help define this as your best year. What are those top three? Now, I kind of alluded to it just a moment ago. One was kind of a personal priority, and that was to move. Another one was a professional priority, and that was to have, uh, you know, put on a live event. And then the third priority for us was uh, 12,000 people, brand new entrepreneurs, to come in to the Flight School to Success program. So here's what's interesting about all of those. Your priorities may shift. Your priorities may uh, get refined. They may, you may tweak those slightly throughout the year as you start to see that course come to light, right? As you start to take those purposeful steps towards accomplishing, uh, you know, the, the flight plan to success to actually secure those and, and to, solve, or to uh, satisfy those, those top priorities, as you start to work the plan to actually make those things come to fruition, you may find from time to time that those things get tweaked. For us, we thought for sure we were going to move to San Diego, California, and we ended up here in the Pacific Northwest in the state of Washington. And we couldn't be happier. I mean, it was just awesome the way the whole thing worked out. It was as if the, the journey, the, the path illuminated itself in front of us. But it was because it was a top priority that it made sense. And that's why we were able to find our way and, and uh, accomplish that. Do that for yourself. Create the top three priorities, things that once you accomplish those, you will feel absolutely amazing. They will fulfill you. It will help define this as your best year yet. Now, step two, the L in plan, is you've got to leverage your time. Very important. Now, this goes back to that conversation I sort of alluded to a moment ago about focus. It's extremely important to leverage your time because we only have a certain amount of time. We all have a finite amount of time, and all you have to do is look back at the year that's been, back in 2015, and ask yourself, how uh, efficient were you with your time? There's this great myth about you know, this whole concept of time management. 
And you guys have heard me say this many times if you've heard me say it once. It is impossible. The term time management is an oxymoron. You cannot manage time. Time's a constant. It does not slow down. It doesn't stop. It doesn't go backwards. You can't speed it up. We get the same 24 hours. doesn't matter whether you're a billionaire or you're flat broke. doesn't matter whether you are the king of a country or you're homeless. The same 24 hours in a day, period, end of story. So you cannot manage time. You can't bank it. You can't buy it. You can't get more of it. You can't give it away. You have to take what you have in that 24 hours, 60 seconds in every minute, 60 minutes in every hour, 24 hours in every single day, seven, hour, or seven days in every single month, 12 months in every single year. It's the, it's the same for all of us, right? But what you can manage is how you handle those 24 hours, and more importantly, how you handle all the demands that are coming at you right now. If you're an entrepreneur, if you're a high-altitude person that's out there accomplishing big things in your business and life, or you're striving to define what your mission is in business and life, you've got a lot of responsibilities. In some cases, you may have spouses and children. You may have families to raise. You may have a J-O-B on the side as you're building the dream and the empire you know, at night in your, in your uh, you know, free time, so to speak. There is really no free time, is there? And so you have to be very purposeful about how you leverage that time. Now, one technique that I teach my clients, and I talk about it even in the book, Flight Plan to Success, is the power five. Now, what is the power five? Well, power, again, is, is yet another acronym, a mnemonic, for, to help you kind of remember how to find these five actions. So really the power five is five prioritized actions that you do each and every single day that when you accomplish those, they move you closer to accomplishing those three priorities, your top priorities for the year. Okay, And what's so important about this is, is that these five actions you have prioritized. We all have a thousand things we've got to do every single day. Sometimes we've got to check the email. Sometimes we've got to go to the grocery store. Sometimes we've got to do the laundry. We've got to pick up the kids from you know, soccer practice or football practice or whatever it is. We've got all these things we have to do. And yet, at the end of the year, we feel washed out. We feel exhausted. And we didn't accomplish what we came here to accomplish. You say, JT, those three priorities sound awesome, but how the hell am I ever going to get there? You do it by leveraging your time. And you leverage your time with what I call the power five. What is that? Five highly prioritized actions that you do. These are five things you get done before you put your head on the pillow. Now, the word power is there to remind you how to actually identify what those five actions are. All right, so let's walk through that. The P in power stands for purpose. Does this answer your bigger purpose? Do these actions sing to why you're here? Is this going to help you accomplish your mission? Is this going to help you accomplish those, those three priorities for your year? The O is opportunity. Does this action either satisfy a current opportunity or open the door for a new opportunity that, again, helps you accomplish your big mission in business and life? The W in power stands for the triple win, the win-win-win. Is this a win-win-win situation? So if somebody comes to you and says, hey, I need you to do something, you got to ask yourself, does this fit the Power 5 model? Obviously, it's a win for them if they're asking you, right? If you say yes to it, it's clearly a win for them. Otherwise, they wouldn't be asking you in the first place. Is it a win for you? And sometimes there won't be equality, right? It, meaning it might be a bigger win for them than it will be for you, or it might be a bigger win for you than it is for them. But the way those things balance out is if you can look over your shoulder and say to yourself, 
does this help the people I'm here to serve? Your family, your friends, your clients, your customers, your followers, your audience, whatever it is. If, if somebody comes up to you and says, hey, would you like to speak at this conference that's coming up? You've got to ask yourself, well, obviously it's a win for them. Is it a win for me? It could be. If I spread my message, does that mean I can help more people, build my audience, and help me do more good in the world? Then that might be a triple win for you. But you've got to answer that. The E in power is enthusiasm. All right? Can you get enthusiastic about this particular task, this particular uh, project that you're undertaking? If this, if this is one of those five actions you're going to do today, can you get enthusiastic about it? And if not, then how can you get enthusiastic? And if it's something you absolutely can't get enthusiastic a bit about, maybe it's something you need to hand off to somebody else or find a way to reframe it to become excited about it. Then finally, R means that it should be result-oriented. doesn't mean you're going to get a result right away. I, I like to tell the analogy about going to the gym. A couple years ago, I ran a, a, a marathon, a full marathon. And what I found was I ran the marathon on October 14th of 2012. And as soon as I finished, I ran all 26.2 miles, the most, most intense thing I'd ever done from a physical standpoint. And that includes going through boot camp and ROTC and all that stuff. Not flying combat missions by any stretch. But I'm talking about like in the athletic sense, very demanding physically. And I found that my body was so beat down, I took about a week off. And after that week, I went into a little bit of a mental slump that carried me over into the holidays, and pretty soon I started packing on the extra pounds, and I knew I had to get myself back in the gym, but I could not get enthusiastic about it. So I reframed it. I said, man, you got to get back in the gym so you can get your energy up, so you can be you know, as, as focused and as intense as you can be when you're, doing your, when, you're, when you're speaking on stage, and you could be focused and present when you're coaching your clients. And when you do your calls and your, and your radio shows and things like this, you don't come with this, like, slow energy. No, 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 man. You've got to be JT to bolt. And that's how I remind, reminded myself. I said, listen, you make a career off of being higher energy and being from a place where you have to sustain that energy all day long throughout the entire week. There's no days off for that. And so I almost saw myself as a professional athlete. And when I approached the gym as a professional athlete, suddenly I was very enthusiastic about showing up. And, of course, every time you go to the gym does not bring a result, but it's result-driven, right? It's result-oriented, meaning that you, you show up to the gym consistently, the results will come. So that's how you leverage your time. You leverage your time with the Power Five. Now, the A in plan is you've got to take action. Now, this is important, all right, because it's got to be structured, and it's got to be the hard work, the stuff that you, do, that you want to do, but it includes more than just hard work. It also includes rest. You've got to include enough time for yourself to rest. So there's this sort of work, rest, work, rest type of relationship with the action you take. And when I say structured, what I mean by that is you have to create in your, in your own life based on your reality – how many days a week are you going to work on your dream? How many days a week? What days of the week are you going to do certain tasks? You know, maybe Monday is your day for writing ad copy. Maybe Tuesday is your day for prospecting. Maybe Wednesday is your day for follow-ups. Maybe Thursday is your day for, you know, uh, you know writing, writing uh, new ads or whatever it is. But my point is you have to have a structure to how you approach your time. And those actions that you take, remember, if they're result-producing actions – if those are the activities that will actually drive a result towards you, that's what attracts the results. All right? It's not looking at pretty pictures. It's not manifesting things. It's actually doing the work. 
but there's got to be some structure to it. And you've got to sort of marry hard work with rest, hard work with rest, and find the real passion in that. And finally, the N in plan, if you want to really mission plan 2016 and make it your best year, you've got to lean on your network. Your network is probably one of the best assets that you can have to help you accomplish your missions this year. You're at your team, your network rather, has to look like your team. People that are there to help you. Could be advisors, could be people that are actually, you know, your your employees, your staff. You gotta have a good coach. If you're gonna have a team, you gotta be coached yourself. The best athletes in the world, the best performers in any walk of life have a coach, and so should you. You need a coach. Doesn't mean you're not good enough, doesn't mean you can't figure it out, but why would you do that extra work when you can have somebody that holds your hand and guides you to that? Your partners are in your network. Your competitors, listen, your, comp- your competition, really the only competition you have is that good-looking person that's looking back at you as you're brushing your teeth in the morning, right? You. That's your only true competition. But you and I both know that if you're playing in a competitive space, if you're building a business in an industry or, a, or uh, you know, in a, in a marketplace that's competitive, that's going to be your indicator. You want to build relationships with those, com- with those people that are your competition. You want to learn from them because they're going to teach you a lot about what the market is doing, what your buyers are doing, and it will help you innovate and stay ahead of the curve. It's so important to understand who your competitors are, how they think, how they operate, what they're doing. Not from necessarily a competitive place, but sometimes from a collaborative place. And that can be very powerful. Now, that's the plan. P-L-A-N. Priorities, leverage your time, action, and network. But there's one bonus that I want to offer you, and I want you to consider this. I've talked about this in the past. Set a theme for the year. I remember a few years ago, it was the year of the comeback. That's what my theme was. And I made every single day my top three priorities. I said, this is the year I'm going to come back from you know, a major devastating year, a year that was so hard. I'm not allowing that to happen ever again. I draw a line in the sand. This is the year of the comeback, and this is when I get on top and stay on top. And sure to, true to form, it fell through with that. One year was the year of collaboration. In fact, last year was the year of collaboration, and we had some amazing collaboration with some truly remarkable partners who are going to help us take the message of flight school, flight plan, and everything we do here in the high-altitude community to that next altitude. So what is your theme for this year? Create a theme for yourself that defines what this year is going to be all about. Set that theme now, and that's the course you'll take throughout the rest of this year. My friends, you have what it takes to succeed. You have what it takes to go big. And I'm here to help you do that. So stay tuned. Get yourself over to flywithjt.com. Download Flight Plan to Success and start there. But stay tuned because next Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern, we're going to be, or I should say 5 p.m. Eastern rather, we're going to be doing a training and a webinar. I'm going to talk more on this and go deeper on all of these subjects and more. My friends, this show is a wrap. It's my privilege to come at you each and every single Wednesday at 10.30 a.m. Eastern right here on the High Altitude Mentorship Show. Looking forward to doing it again next week. And remember, no matter what course you fly in life, fly high, fly fast, and fly far. We'll talk to you next week.